Can you guys believe that we are already at the end of January 2023? To celebrate our love of all things music and R&B, we thought we would drop an extra special conversation for you. You are listening to Bashak on the social, of course. And this week on our show, we have the legendary Mr. Life Jennings. He is a soul singer and songwriter, as well as a record producer and multi-instrumentalist. Hi, Life. So lovely to have you on our show. Uh, what's up, love? That was a, a cool introduction. All the things, right? Of course. We've got to do it big for you. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, I'm going to start off with a bit of an oddball for you, uh, just to keep it interesting. Uh, the New York Times referred to you as a socially minded R&B singer. I thought that was really, um, you know, eclectic of a, of a title, of a label. And I wanted to know what you thought about that. Does that accurately describe you? Are you more than just that? Tell me about it. I think that we all are more than not some parts, but I think that's an accurate description and that, you know, the music that I write is, is definitely take, you know, social situations into consideration on every single song. Beautiful. And do you feel like when you started out uh, on your journey with, with songwriting in particular, that you kind of sought out to be socially minded in the subject matter that you explored or did it just come and take a shape in that sense of the word? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that it from the beginning happened on purpose. I think that I just needed an outlet for situations that I was going through. And so that's what I started writing um, from. And it just kind of just carried on, you know. Beautiful. And we are the lucky benefactors of that. So very, so- very cool. <laughs> you have traveled and performed in front of audiences far and wide. You're actually playing in Mississippi tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah, me and Anthony Hamilton down there tomorrow. I saw. Very excited. I'm sad that I'm not there because, you know, that would be a beautiful mixture to, to, to witness. Um, I'm interested as someone who's from London and obviously London is inner city. It's kind of more of a monolith than America is in terms of the different states that side. Uh, do you ever notice any cultural differences in the way that audiences engage and listen to your music? And if so, what are those differences? When you say culture, you mean like between London and American. I mean, between America and the States and America, because America is a very, very big place with a lot of different, uh, let's say, voices and, and preferences, politically, emotionally, physically, all of that. I want to know how that comes out when it comes to music consumption and listening. Um, You know, I, th- I think it's always a certain genre of, of people in general that, uh, that are attracted to a life Jennings. So... You know, mm-hmm. people that come to the shows or receive the music, they either looking for a solution or they looking for somebody that's actually been through the same thing that they've been through to find a com- camaraderie, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's received what I love that. So, you know, I'm going to ask you then, what does a Life Jennings listener look like? Give me a profile. <laughs> it's many looks. The Life Jennings listener has many, many looks. I couldn't even tell you, you know? It's it's a human it's a human connection thing, isn't it? Yeah, and that's really what it is. It's, it's more so about the connection than it is about the look or the way something sounds. It's just about you know from where we all coming from the same place, and so we all extended family. 
I mean, on that point, actually, uh, when I when I was promoting this interview this week, a lot of my British artist friends were very excited that I was going to speak to you. So that's that's very cool to me because there's something about that that translates across culture, across cities. If we're going to speak geographically, uh, and, and I think that's something only music can do. Do you feel that? Yeah, and it's also about respect, like you know. You know, when when you listen to something that somebody created, you know whether or not they put a lot of time and a lot of heart into it because you can just feel it. You know? mm-hmm. So I said thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll send on your regard. Now, you famously started your musical journey at the age of 28 uh, after recording your debut album after a 10-year stint in prison, which is no short amount of time. Uh, I'm curious to see what you think about this young generation and how impatient we all are. I'm going to put myself in that bracket and how hungry we all are and how kind of um, reckless that can make us when it comes to the music or the the creative arts that we pursue. I, I think that, you know, every uh, every people from a different time have their own thing, you know, so I don't necessarily think it's a, a good or bad thing but i think that you know you guys you know right now age wise you have so many things competing for your attention so it's, it's definitely harder for you to just focus on one thing um so the music reflects that you know mm-hmm. so i wouldn't say this is a musical problem i would say that it's more of a um of a time problem you know mm-hmm. but, Sorry, say that last bit again. I said it's more of a time, culture of age thing, more so than it is about a, um, a, a, a music problem, you know? Sure, sure, sure. What do you feel like was your struggle coming up trying to break into this industry? You know, you, you mentioned each generation has their own obstacles. What do you feel like you really came up against time and time again? Uh, my biggest problem was just having somebody listen. You know, I, I already knew that once somebody heard it, they couldn't help but to see themselves in it, no matter whatever walk of life that they're in. So once mm-hmm. I overcame that thing, got in front of a bigger audience, it was just bound to happen. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for anyone who's trying to get someone to listen right now? Um, just just tell the truth, you know, because people, you know, with certain tendencies, you know, in truth that people are going to pick up on that they've been through it themselves and they're going to gravitate towards you if nothing else just because they feel like that you are a friend in that struggle you know so mm-hmm. be, be you be you don't be somebody else. i love that tell the truth that's very powerful and that definitely resonates uh, a lot a lot with i think content creators and musicians and creatives who are trying to create something out of nothing today so very very cool now you have this very melodic connected feeling to your music for that very reason i would say uh some artists wake up at 4 a.m and they and they record a melody in line before it disappears and, you, know, you have the notepad by your bedside or whatever it is how does inspiration come for you what does that look like for you do you have a process do you have a do you need candles lit what, what, what is, what's, the, what's the setup um I still don't have a procedure that I use. I, I just make myself available. I guess that's my procedure. I make myself available. So it could be 2.30 in the morning. I could have been up for 50 hours 
Mm. And when that inspiration comes, it's it's my duty to go ahead and just get up, write it down, or record something, no matter how tired that I am, because you know that inspiration is there for a purpose, is there for a reason, and I'm just a vessel, so I gotta be accepting of that. You know? What happens when you? What happens when something you don't like emerges via that vessel? What is things uncomfortable or painful or? A truth you're not ready to face yet, because often that's what it is, right? How do you handle that? Um, me personally, if, if it's something that I'm not necessarily ready to face, then I'll write it in third person. Like I say, this person did this, or this person did that, so I won't necessarily be on the chopping block. Interesting. Know? Can you give me an example of that? No. <laughs> Tell me. That was too good. That was a good tip. There's a lot of songs. If you listen to Life and Jennings, I'm sure that uh, you will. So uh, you, will you be like, life feels this way or no? Or you'll, you'll extend it even further? I might say she, she did this. Oh. I might say he did this. But, you know, it might have been me all along. You know? Okay. So for, for avid listeners, they got to they gotta, they gotta follow the Easter egg clues. In the music. Hello. Hello. Does that get you in trouble? Nah, definitely not in no trouble. Um, I think because most of the stuff I talk about myself, so people just assume I'm still talking about this. Hello. Love that. Very, very cool. Now, when you think of the greats, then, who inspires you the most? You've been doing this for a minute, and you come from this beautiful, storied musical tra- tradition. Um, who do you look to? Who do you who do you respect? Who do you honor? Um, give me three. You talking about musicians? Uh, yeah, uh, musicians specifically. Um, I respect like a Erica Badu, strong mm. director. Um, I respect like a Bob Marley. Mm. Um, and I respect it's not a person; it's a group of people. I respect the writers. You know, because a lot of times the writers, they write a song for Chris Brown or for Michael Jackson or whatever. Nobody ever knows who the writer are. But these guys actually develop the situation, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Was it um, true to say that Erica Badu specifically and Baduism and that whole moment and that whole movement inspired a lot of your work? It definitely did. Especially at a time when I was just going through situations and I didn't even want to do music. Because I felt like I didn't know how to package it. But then when mm-hmm. I saw this and I was like, hey, yeah, I could definitely do this right here. And that's kind of what happened. Very nice. Now, I'd love to know, of course, you're performing in Mississippi tomorrow. What is next for you? Where can people go find your music? Give me all of that good promo bits. Um, You can find me. It's just Life Jennings. Everything. Twitter is Life Jennings. Instagram is Life Jennings. Um... Anything you could think of is live then, you know. Are we in the studio? Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we chopping it up? Oh, I'm definitely. I'm always in the studio. I just, I just take my time. I just be patient. I wait, you know, to to the music find me. I don't necessarily like. Oh, I got to drop in six months or a year. Just mm-hmm. whenever I feel like the, um, it's a situation that really need to be spoken on, like my latest single "Till You Gone" mm-hmm. uh, with the video, then I speak on. It. Beautiful. And are we going to see you perform in London anytime soon? That's what I want to know. I'll be at the show. 
yo, I just finally am clear to be able to travel abroad. So y'all got to call me down there. I'm ready to come. Okay. I know we got to somewhere, you know. Beautiful. When this conversation goes live, it will be Sunday. Um, so we've got to get you back in the studio for a face-to-face, absolutely. And before I let you go, uh, what message would you like to give or leave our London listeners with today? Uh, I just want to say that, you know, it's a, it's a lot of people that's trying to figure out, you know, what it is that they are um, allowed to be in their life. And I just want to mm-hmm. tell you that don't allow nobody to let you be anything because your work starts and ends with you. I think I also want to say that you you manifest your own reality. If you want to be anything, you have to become it. And then the universe will fill in the blanks. Don't worry about the middle. Don't mm-hmm. worry about the middle at all. Go straight to the end and picture what it is that you want to become and let the universe do what the universe does. Ooh, powerful words. Thank you. Life so, Jennings, it's been a pleasure. Definitely very, a pleasure. Let me cool. get back but I appreciate y'all London life gonna be out there soon alright amen alright we're looking forward to it you heard it here first guys you're listening to the beat London with me Bashak let's play some life Jennings while we are here don't go anywhere <laughs>